Welcome to this week's episode of the Jewish Diaspora Report. On this episode, we're going to look into the recent destruction of the Jewish holy site, the Tomb of Joseph, the history behind the ancient site, and who's protecting these holy sites from hatred and destruction. Let's get started. According to the Times of Israel, last night the Palestinians destroyed Joseph's tomb. Dozens of Palestinian rioters in a campaign of destruction simply violated a holy place for us, the Jews, said the Prime Minister of Israel, Naftali Bennett. According to reports, around 100 Palestinians broke into the site overnight, rioted and set it ablaze before they were dispersed by the Palestinian security forces. Some Jews believe the biblical Joseph is buried in this tomb, while Muslims say it's a sheikh who's buried there. This attack on the tomb unfortunately comes at a very difficult time for Israel, who is dealing with an exceptional increase in violence against Israeli citizens from Palestinians and Israeli Arabs. This uptick seems to come very frequently with the Ramadan celebrations. A little later on in the podcast, we're going to hear a little bit about the history behind this site. But for those who are unaware of where this site is, it's in the middle of the West Bank, which is controlled by the Palestinian Authority. The Israeli army often escorts worshippers to this site about several times a year in coordination with the Palestinian security forces. Sadly, this is not the first and only attack on this tomb of Joseph. Uh, back in 2015, a crowd of 100 Palestinians descended on the tomb, throwing Molotov cocktails and setting the area ablaze. At the time, in a rare display, the Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas condemned the attack and ordered that the damage be repaired. Even though it's been a little bit of time since 2015, it is a little bit disturbing to see the same action taken twice within a number of years, and simply nothing is being done to protect this holy site. If anything, we wonder maybe if the Palestinian security forces are allowing something like this to happen. This is definitely a conundrum that many Israelis and Jews all over the world face when wondering about our holy sites and if they're not within Israeli control, how can we make sure to protect them and keep them safe? In this case, we have to rely on the Palestinian Authority to protect Jewish sites, although we know that that relationship can sometimes be a little bit hostile. When we look at situations like the Western Wall Complex and the Al-Aqsa Mosque and Dome of the Rock, we saw the Israelis take control in the 1967 conflict. There was some more hawkish Israelis who wanted to destroy the Dome of the Rock and rebuild the Third Temple, where the Second and First Temple once stood. However, it was decided to avoid world conflict to turn over the Al-Aqsa Mosque back to the Jordanian officials. To this day, there's a great deal of respect for the holy sites of others, the Christians and the Muslims within Jerusalem. We definitely do not see destruction of the Church of the Holy Sepulchre or any of the Muslim sites. This is mostly due to the respect that the Israelis have for all religions, but also because of the 1967 law for the protection of the holy places. This was a law passed by the Israeli government in order to make sure that all places are protected. According to this law, the holy places shall be protected from desecration and any other violation, and even protect anything from violating the freedom of access of the members of those religions to see their sacred places. Unfortunately, it seems like not everyone respects these laws and rules. We see in 1999 when the Muslim authorities who control the Al-Aqsa Mosque and the Dome of the Rock decided to start building on the Temple Mount, where the Jewish Temple once stood, and rather than allow archaeologists in in order to check out the site, something from thousands of years ago, they decided to bring in heavy lifting equipment and destroy any artifacts that may have been under the surface. 
it is definitely not a stretch to think that the reason they did this was because they claim ownership over this piece of land and any archaeological evidence to suggest that it belonged to the Jews before would be devastating to their claims of ownership. 9,000 tons of dirt were trucked off to a dump somewhere, which was finally located by the Temple Mount Sifting Project. Some archaeologists who tried to get access to the pile and search for artifacts, many of which were actually found from the Second Temple period. This is one big example of how the Muslims are unfortunately not keeping up their end of the deal in order to protect the holy sites. Sadly, this is not only reserved for Jewish sites. In 2002, a Palestinian gunman from Yasser Arafat's Fatah movement took over the Church of Nativity that's in Bethlehem within the West Bank and controlled a site for weeks at gunpoint. If we see that the Palestinians are not respecting the Temple Mount or making sure to respect their holy sites, the holiest site for Jews, do we really expect the same from them when it comes to Joseph's tomb within the West Bank? When we come back from this break, we'll look at a history of Joseph's tomb, explain what it is, where it is, and why it's important to Jews. When we come back on the Jewish Diaspora Report. The Torah or the Hebrew Bible tells us in the book of Genesis that there is a patriarch named Joseph who is the youngest son of the patriarch Jacob. Joseph is taken to Egypt where he ends up in an Egyptian prison under Pharaoh. From prison, he's able to interpret dreams and he ends up getting himself out of the Pharaoh's prison and into the Pharaoh's court. He becomes one of the most powerful men in Egypt. Eventually, he brings his family to come live in Egypt to avoid the famine that is hitting the Middle East. The Israelites grow and become more powerful over a long period of time. And then we get into the Passover story, which is becoming very relevant as Passover is approaching this week. Upon Joseph's death, he says in Genesis 50, I'm about to die and God will surely take notice of you and bring you up from this land to the land that he promised on an oath to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Joseph then passes away with the hopes that his bones would one day be taken back to the land that was promised to his people. Later in the book of Joshua, it says, The bones of Joseph, which the children of Israel had brought out from Egypt, they buried them in Shechem, in the parcel of the ground which Jacob bought from the son of Hamor, the father of Shechem, for a hundred pieces of money, and they became the inheritance of the children of Joseph. This area of Shechem is believed to be the modern-day city of Nablus in the Palestinian-controlled West Bank. Conflicting views exist on whether or not the Patriarch Joseph really was buried there. Nevertheless, the tomb is recognized as a Jewish shrine, albeit not the most important. Some archaeologists believe that the site is only a few centuries old and may contain only a Muslim sheikh named Joseph. However, following the conflict in 1967, Israel regained access to this site and a number of soldiers were stationed there to protect it. The city of Nablus was returned to the Palestinians in 1995, but the Israelis retained control over the site until 2000, when violent clashes between Israelis and Palestinians began in the West Bank as part of the Second Palestinian Intifada. The Israeli army subsequently agreed to withdraw and turn over the site to the Palestinian police, who were supposed to guard it. Instead, the Palestinian police stood by as a mob ransacked the site the first time, burning books, destroying reading stands, and on that same day, an American-born rabbi who taught at the site was found slain outside of the city of Nablus. As things stand currently, the area of Nablus and the site of Joseph's tomb are all under the control of the Palestinian Authority and their security forces, and we are at the mercy of hoping that they will take care and protect our sites like we take care of theirs. <laughs> 
we could hope that the Palestinian Authority would put similar laws in place to ensure that they protect all sites of all different groups and not just the ones that they care about. They should also grant, similarly to the Israeli law, the right of all Jewish and Christians to visit their holy sites without any kind of concern for their safety. Unfortunately, we see a lot of politics here where if the government is trying to allow their people to destroy Jewish sites, to destroy the history and claim to the land that the Israelites have, or maybe some type of retribution like an intifada where they allow the destruction of Jewish sites in retaliation for their perceived mistreatments, those Jewish sites that are not held under Israeli control are at the whim of some Palestinian government or Palestinian terrorist groups seeking revenge against the Israeli state and the Jewish people. In the end, I pray that one day we'll see the protection of all religious sites and all religious places for everyone to be able to visit freely and openly without fear of persecution or destruction. If the Palestinian Authority wants to be taken as a serious government over its people, it should definitely consider enacting laws similar to the 1967 laws enacted by the Israelis, protecting all sites and granting all peoples the right to visit their sites freely. Historical sites should not be used as political weapons. We shouldn't see the destruction of sites to pretend that the history never happened or people do not have a claim to the land. Holy sites should not be held as captive in case of any kind of future intifada. And the Palestinian security forces should not stand by and watch as Jewish sites are destroyed. Because honestly, destroying world history is a crime against humanity. This has been another episode of the Jewish Diaspora Report. Don't forget to check us out on social media at JDR.podcast and check out some of our other episodes on your favorite podcast source. We'll see you next time.